1: Welcome into episode number six of Cheers to Baseball, presented by Old Dominic. He's Chris Domino. I'm Kevin McAlpin. Thanksgiving week, and we are certainly thankful for you joining us for another episode as we uh, raise a glass and toast to the great history of Major League Baseball. And Chris, uh, we'll talk about free agency coming up here in in just a little while. Uh, Certainly a a busy, eventful week in Braves country last week. A lot of uh, guys have come and gone. There's some open spots on the 40-man roster. Let's start with that before we talk about the man of the hour in Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, certainly a lot going on across the street here at Truist Park. I think there were a few mornings where people woke up and saw
0: whatever source they used to get their information and said, huh, him? Yeah, Kyle Wright was the big one. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about a guy that you knew was going to miss this year, but coming off 21 wins, um, listen, Alex Anthopoulos, he's got a plan. I think the 40-man roster might be down to about 30. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is they're just basically, I think, taking pieces that they're not sure. Some would have not helped them this year because they weren't going to be healthy. But they're not sure they're part of the future. Therefore, let's just say their time with us ends now. Yeah. And it was a little bit surprising, no doubt about it. I wouldn't call it shocking. But I just think at a certain point, this team is making decisions that are, how do we put the best 26-man roster out this year? I have no idea what the Braves minor leagues looks like. Somebody will tell me there'll be a ranking. I don't think it's stocked where people would say top five. I don't think it's that. I think Alex Antopoulos is working the the way you have to. This business, the main part of the business, is the 26 that are up, the 10 or 12 or 15 that will make it up at some point during the season because they have to. And the rest of it really is just how do I manipulate and work my 40-man roster where I have the reserves that I want and believe are going to help us much more now than in the future.
1: We were shocked when Kyle Wright's name came up. I was even more surprised to see a guy like Braden Schumake, yeah. who I think a lot of folks yeah. felt like, okay, we've seen Vaughn Grissom. We don't really know a whole lot about Braden Schumake. Could he maybe get an opportunity in the not-too-distant future? That, to me, might have been as surprising as knowing that, okay, you, you were going to be without Kyle next year. Mm-hmm. I still felt like he was part of the plans moving forward. Not so much Michael Soroka. It felt like he was a non-tender candidate. They do move him in another deal. So certainly a lot of moving parts with this roster. But to me, Shoemaker, a guy that I think a lot of folks were, were pretty excited about the progress he's made, I was a little surprised by that one. No room at the end. Yeah.
0: He was not going to take RSC's job. They're going to get a, a backup 26-man roster type guy to work all the infield spots. It just wasn't going to be him. So they probably wanted him to develop more from an offensive point of view in the minors. Is he 20 – I want to
1: say 25,
0: 20 – yeah. So I think that's also part of it. They yeah. got rid of another pitcher. You know, they they traded – got rid of – it just looked like a lot of numbers for <laughs> one guy that everybody looked at the ERA and said, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe there's something in all of these guys that they picked up that they're going to work on. They're going to re- – you know, th- there's a couple of guys who won't be here, you know, who even – you got you're gonna to have to actually earn your spot right around yeah. here so i'm not I, I care about the 26. the winter meetings are going to be interesting because i'm looking to see if the otani thing gets closer done if bellinger gets closer done you know the Aaron Nola deal was we'll talk about it now you know do i believe the braves were in on Aaron Nola? yeah i believe they were in on zach wheeler when he was out there but at a certain point the years and eventually the numbers get to a point where you go no and Aaron Nola's people give him credit I think they got two extra years. Yeah. It's a seven-year deal. It's a seven-year deal. Major League Baseball is now, it's official, man. It's, it's been done before this. But that deal tells me that back year or one or two at the end, million dollars, five million dollars, tens of millions of dollars, it's just throw it away. Yeah. I got to sign the guy now. Mm-hmm. He wasn't getting a seven-year deal from anybody else. No. But if the threat of us... A six-year deal existed. Philadelphia just said we throw the seven and we take the AAV down. And at the end, if it's the last two years when he's thirty-seven, it's a lost—it's a lost cost, right. right? At that point.
1: And ultimately, if you do win a World Series or maybe two along the way, the Bryce Harper, the Trey Turner, mm-hmm. the Castellanos, the Schwarber, the Nola deals won't feel so bad on the back end if you did. If you were able to accomplish at least one World Series along the way.
0: And and Dave
1: Dombrowski's
0: not there to win anything but a World Series. Right. So, you know, now you hear, well, maybe you, you trade for Mike Trout. Maybe the Dodgers are going to trade for Mike Trout. But Philadelphia should trade for Mike Trout. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could and should. Yeah. I believe there's a deal that Anaheim's going to take for Mike Trout. I just don't know if the if you have the pieces. Last one. It's interesting you say that because my thing has always been in free agency. When you're talking about the big number guys, anybody that's worthy of a four-year deal is a good player. Yeah. If you sign a guy for four years, that means at one point, point I'm talking big money, you believe you're going to be one of the two best teams in baseball. If you sign a guy to an eight-year deal, I'm looking at two World Series at that point. Nola seven. That deal only is viable. The Harper deal is viable. Turner's viable. When you win it all, right. I'm not sure what money you get back if you win it all, how much a World Series gets you. Seating, luxury boxes, signage, TV money if... if if your contract's up, certainly will go up. But I'm a, I'm of the belief that if you do a four-year deal with a guy at a big number, you honestly believe. You don't do it if you're Kansas City. You don't do it. They don't sign big-name guys because they don't think in that four-year window they're going to the World Series. Right? You can turn it around. Texas did. But they spent $500 million. Yeah. $500 million basically to win a World Series. Mm. Is it worth it? I don't know. Can you win a second? Then all of a sudden, now you
1: start talking about manip- manipulation of numbers on your books. I think the other thing, too, is the World Series equity you get the following year. Sure. Where it's almost an investment where, okay, I do have sellouts 85% yeah. of the time. So I'm making yeah. a little bit on the back end as well. Very interesting to see how it all plays out. We know that there are still some very big names, including the biggest fish this off season in Shohei Ohtani, who could move earlier than some yeah. of the other, you know, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, they were into February and in spring training. Sounds like Ohtani kind of wants to get this thing done early, sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah. Sounds like it's become the sort of thing though. That's bothersome. Sounds like he doesn't want to be on the East coast. Sounds like it wouldn't make sense for him to be there. Sounds like he wants to sign early, and I don't even know who's saying that. Right. Like, look, he, his agents, the one thing that they did was to make sure that th- this guy was still their client at the end of the day. You, I, I can't imagine. Now, maybe he's not this guy, but somebody in this campus, the ass kissing that had to go on to make sure, because a couple of guys have left their agencies right before the free agency, right, right before the big number. I've seen it. You've seen it. It happens for a bunch of different reasons. That group, there was a time in the middle of the year when he was, well, we're, we're going to speak for him now. I just said, oh, God, I don't know if they're holding on like bare knuckles on the, on the edge of the cliff, but you don't lose a guy who's about to maybe sign a $500 million deal. Mm-hmm. So the agent part of it becomes really interesting. So when I hear some people are saying, <laughs> nobody is saying anything unless it's coming from Otani himself. And Otani himself telling his agency what to do, and if his agency screws up, or if they screwed up this year, they would have lost the biggest fish in the ocean. Yeah. So you don't do that. That is part of this business is to hold on and hang on. When you have an opportunity for a client like that.
1: Yeah, no question about it. So obviously all eyes and all ears will be on the winter meetings coming up in a few weeks up in Nashville. One guy we know who doesn't have to worry about agents and going anywhere is the guy who was recently named the most valuable player, Chris, in the National League. It was unanimous for Ronald Acuna Jr. And what a season it was for Ronald. You go back to the injury in 2021 he doesn't have the normal off season. You have to deal with the lockout. He's not working out with team trainers. Then he just wasn't himself last year. He proclaimed from almost day one of spring training, I'm back. Well, I don't know if this is back or what he can come back and do more of than he did this year. But, man, oh, man, what an unbelievable year it was for so, Ronald. you the good news or the bad news? Just get the bad news out of it. Uh, he set the bar very high. <laughs> to
0: go do this again, he set his own bar very high. Now, what will it take to win an MVP? Maybe it's this. Maybe it's not. It depends on who else in the National League puts up numbers, whether they're the old-fashioned numbers, home runs, RBIs, which will put you in fourth place, because we found that out with Matt Olson. Yeah. The old-fashioned numbers will put you in fourth place. Did he lead the National League in home runs? He led
1: Major League Baseball in did home
0: runs. Did he lead the National League in RBI? And Major League Baseball. Okay. Yeah, correct. What did that get him?
1: Uh, a fourth-place finish. Fourth-place finish. Yeah.
0: So, again, I'm not not (laughs) saying it's right or wrong, um, but he's out of the medal count. He doesn't get to stand on the podium with the old-school numbers. Ronald Acuna, when you start to deal with all the numbers, look, it was unanimous. As we said, it was unanimous in both leagues. Yeah. First time that's ever happened. You know, Otani, the guy we just talked about, was a unanimous MVP as well. This is going to be fascinating to watch. 25 years old? 25. And he doesn't – he has the World Series ring. The 21 injury didn't put him in the postseason, that spotlight. 2022, not healthy enough. Didn't really have a chance to shine. I agree with you. Spring training was. I'm back. I'll go with something that I was told in June, and I said it on the air uh, here in Atlanta. But it's time to say it again. I had asked about uh, workouts, conditioning, and everything else, and how I asked one of the strength guys, "How's it? How's it going around here?" He brought Ronald Acuna up first, and he said, "This guy is not fooling around. Hmm. He is not walking around like he's better than everybody else, and he knows this and he knows that." I was told in June this guy's workouts. If you were going to rank who was doing them, if you had that board in yeah. the high school gym yeah. where you say, "Okay, who gets the the five gold stars?" It was Ronald Acuna. Mm-hmm. As soon as I heard that, and it was a couple months into the season, I said, "Really? Goes, oh yeah, he's attacking these workouts like nobody else around here." I said, "Oh, okay, good sign as well." Yeah, that was really just something interesting to hear. I'm not sure if he knew what to do at 21, 22, 23.
1: He knew what to do coming off the injury. Yeah, he really did. It was really incredible. And, again, you you look back to last season, and there were there were flashes of it, right? There was a week or two, and yeah. then it would be another week where he's hobbling around a little bit. It's not back to where it needs not to be. Not attacking a
0: baseball in the yeah. outfield the way that you thought he
1: might have. Yeah. Especially going backwards. It, it almost feels like we hear pitchers talk about coming off Tommy John surgery, and it felt very similar to Ronald with the leg just going, you know what? I don't know I if agree. I can push it. I don't know if I can trust I it. But I think having that extra time – and this dude, oh, by the way, is down playing winter ball. And all he did the other night after he was a unanimous MVP, he hits a home run in his winter ball. He came down in Venezuela. Was like, on, take some time off, brother.
0: It was a Zoom call in case he won it. <laughs> yeah. I missed the first few minutes where he was on for a few minutes. Uh-huh. Then they said Ronald's got to go. Ronald's got to go. He's, he's got an at-bat. He's on deck, yeah. So he, he was literally doing it for – and then <laughs> – I, I mean, I'll just tell you, he never came back to that Zoom call because at one point he had to, I don't know, do the BBWAAABAB, whatever, uh, press conference video, and then he went and hit a home run. <laughs> so, it's okay, all right. I I wouldn't be playing winter ball. Yeah. I, I will tell you this. The fans certainly appreciate him being there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's great for the gate. Uh, I don't know how many times a guys won an MVP award and then hit a home run in a game where they're keeping score. Hmm. Like, think about that. When was the last time a guy won an MVP and then was like two for four with a home run on the day he won the MVP? Yeah. I'd... Because how many MVPs are playing winter ball? How Eight. many how many MVPs are doing anything the you know, th- third week in November yeah. after coming off an MVP season? Ah, to be young again. They're working those... on their tans. <laughs> their... <laughs> Traveling <laughs> Whatever Maybe carpool Yeah This guy was playing baseball in Venezuela Let me ask you this
1: This might be a stupid question And you might laugh at me But do you like him still playing winter ball Or would you almost no. Just prefer to him to say You know what no. Take a break I mean, Like no. shut it down for a month
0: Do I like it? No yeah. would, I, would I ask him to not do it? Yes Yeah Will he listen? I don't know I I think I have the right to say Yeah I think I probably have the right to say No playing Uh, You know, again, you want to make the guy happy If he thinks it's going to help him or whatever Now, this is a pretty quick season It is, it's a short, yeah Yeah. Like a month, like a couple weeks Yeah, tops So of December, January, he'll get refueled Do whatever it is Kids, have fun I hope Not worry about his contract that he's getting Look at my face (laughs) Relatively speaking (laughs) Yeah No, listen, you don't say only $100 million You don't use those two words in the same sentence But it is kind of interesting that he is vastly, is the word underpaid? I think that's a good way of putting that's it. Underpaid? Sure. He is <laughs> vastly undercompensated. Yeah. He's, he's doing okay, folks, but
1: relatively speaking, he is bang for your buck. If he was hitting the free agent market this off season, he would be right up there uh, as one of the top receivers well, this offseason. Well, listen,
0: we know that the $300 million deal exists. hmm You know, Juan Soto, I don't know if Juan's going to get four. I don't know if Otani's going to get five. But the Juan Soto deal is his deal. Yeah. And he could argue, I got an MVP and I win, Mm -hmm. sort of. Again, not being in a 21 World Series, but my team is is playoff teams as opposed to Soto. So the Soto deal would be an interesting comp. But he's not going to bite at that apple for a few years yeah
1: well he certainly has created his own club we know it's the 40 plus 70 plus club and, and i think back to this summer when you and i would get together and do the pregame show and we'd say you know he's he's got to pick up the home runs a little bit you know the stolen bases we knew the stolen bases were going to yeah, be there low by 50 yeah, we, we, right he on by. by 50 yeah and i think he was asked by pedro martinez the other night what about 50 50 next year and i don't think that he would even think about stopping at fifty fifty. like i think he has his sights while 40 70 was a remarkable accomplishment like Ronald's not satisfied with that number. Now, 40-70 is goofy, though. Like 40-40. <laughs> oh, oh who's 40-40?
0: 40-70 doesn't even sound like a real group. Right. And we'll see if he can actually do it again. But the 50-50 club is, there is a 50-50 guy. Nobody, Albert uh, Bell had 50 homers, 50 doubles one year. So it's a different version of the 50-50 club. But there is a 50-50 club, and Albert
1: Bell is in it. Well, there you go. We'll see if uh, maybe Ronald creates another club of his own next year. I mean, it's just. He's 25. Yeah. If you, and I bet the field. Yeah. You know that. If the field bet
0: was, does Ronald Acuna win another MVP, I bet the field. Mm-hmm. You know, I go, no, there's too many other guys. I'd bet it. I'd bet that this guy's going to win an MVP. It's sort of like Tiger during the um, the run that he had. You go, oh, do you really want to bet the field against Tiger in a major? No. No, not. He's the one exception. I'll bet Tiger. And there was a three-year run where if you bet Tiger instead of the field, you would have won money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll bet on this guy winning another MVP at some point.
1: It's it's incredible what he did this year. And, again, uh, sights set on even higher. And, and I like it. I, I like that he's thinking like that. He's thinking yeah. bigger. And, 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 you know, for a guy who's your leadoff hitter, for him to accomplish what he did, especially when it comes to the stolen – and, look, people are going to say, well, the stolen bases, the bigger bags. The bases I mean, were, like, that it, much bigger it, than last year. Come I, on, I, can we get rid of that narrative?
0: Look, what I hope it does is I hope it brings the stolen base back yeah. into the game. You know, if, if – you get 70. The, the biggest number for me in him was run scored. I never thought he should be a leadoff hitter until this year. I never thought. I just said, I think you're using him wrong. Yeah. I want him to be a run producer. Michael Harris at the bottom of the lineup helps me get him RBIs. The bottom of the lineup being better than people thought with R.C. at times, that guy can drive in runs. Mm-hmm. But I needed him to have run production. The RBIs and the runs scored were the things that I cared about with Ronald Acuna. 47, he's nice. I just needed him to have opportunities to drive in runs. That existed. Uh, And I need him to score runs, obviously. That certainly existed. I thought he's a two-hole hitter. I can make a case. I can make him a three-hole hitter uh, for the run production. But this was the year where I said, okay, he's sort of in a place where he can do all of that. And he ended up doing it.
1: He really did. So obviously, we raise a glass to uh, to Ronald and his accomplishments this season. And again, uh, we'll keep an eye on the winter ball score. Why yeah. not at this point? I, I don't. I don't know if I've ever checked Venezuelan off season scores as closely as I'm going to do for the next couple. Of you know weeks. what I really want coming out of there? Healthy. What, yeah. What I want <laughs> for my
0: umpire is an offensive
1: linemen. I want to hear
0: nothing. Right. I want to hear nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. Oh, good. It's over. Yeah. Did his team win? Sure. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Let's get to the finish line. Yeah. And I don't care. 5-2 on a Tuesday. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's get to the finish line and just hear, hey, Ronald's now going back to the States or wherever he's going to go, and he's going to get his stuff
1: done. How surprised were you that it was unanimous? Because for the longest time, about all, all September, I'm, I'm old enough to remember Bill Plaschke's column saying, it's over. Yeah. Betts is the MVP. And it was unanimous.
0: Do you know why? Because there's always somebody who says, well, look, here's what I figured out. That Mookie Betts was blah, blah, blah. And he's used some formula that he's trying to, look, he wants his 15 minutes. He wants people like us to call him. Why would you do that? He <laughs> wants a newspaper or a columnist to say, let's, let's study why this guy had his vote that way. The fact that nobody did it is more interesting to me. He was going to win the MVP. Yep. But I just like the idea that nobody went so rogue as to, well, let me explain to you why Freddie Freeman was the MVP. And he starts breaking out a you know, a, a slide rule. Baseball doesn't need slide rules. We don't need algorithms. You know, and the game is the game. I'm glad nobody actually decided to step out.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Well, listen, we will uh, all raise a glass to uh, to Ronald and his accomplishments this season with raise our friends. Raise a bottle. Yeah, raise a bottle. You're the MVP. Yeah, yeah. Fourth I'm... place. Listen,
0: here's what I'll do. Go ahead. I'll raise a glass to Matt Olson in fourth. That's game. right. When you
1: win the MVP, you raise a bottle. He picked the wrong year yeah. to lead Major League right. Baseball and homers in Homers and RBI because of what his teammate and what Shohei Otani was doing. It, it was the wrong year. But, hey, it was a really encouraging sign for Matt Olson After a year where I'm sure there was so much going on in his head in no 2022, doubt. for him to be that kind of player. No doubt. That's really exciting times for, for Braves fans. So uh, we know Thanksgiving is this week. We are thankful for Ronald and the season that he had. We are thankful for our friends at Old Dominic as well. And if you are looking for some spirits, you got the family coming over, you got to uh, uh, have something to watch your football with. What is there, there's football all weekend, right? There's, is there Black Friday, Friday football? Yes, okay, NFL. How about that? Yep. So you're going to have to to stock up. Uh, I just got back from doing the bourbon trail this weekend uh, with some friends for their 40th I birthday. Heard. Uh That was a blast. Okay. Uh, but this uh, is a tremendous product. I'm going to probably sneak one of these home for the yeah. holidays. You that's might have cool. to do the same thing. You yeah, stock, that's cool. So. Yeah, Just stick it in your pocket. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll give Amanda one, too.
0: There you go. I don't we'll know, Maybe Amanda. she could actually show up at some relative's house. <laughs> hey, hey, look at me. I brought booze. Yeah. You know what I said? Listen, this is me now. Don't show up at somebody's house at Thanksgiving or any point this weekend empty-handed. Mm-hmm. Don't be don't be that person. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to go crazy. You have to buy him a washer and dryer. You don't have to <laughs> bring something. Yeah. Make sure you have something in your hand. If you have to, if you're if you're ringing a doorbell with nothing in your hand, you are not doing the visit right. Mm-hmm. So just understand that. Grab a bottle. Simple.
1: They're sold everywhere. Yeah, and look for old Dominic. So that's that me. Yeah, grab- I'm literally reading it right now because I learned. I got like an education. Yeah. This wasn't just a let's go drink all weekend. Go ahead. I'm reading the the mash. Uh, seventy-five mm-hmm. percent corn, thirteen percent rye. That's about where I like it, and a little bit of malted barley in there as well gives it that nice smoky, charred oak flavor. Yeah, I've always said two fingers. Or two fingers for
0: you and anybody else that's at your house. Yeah. No, look, listen. You can go back. Here's yeah. what I've said. Here's here's <laughs> why you don't do. Can I tell you why you don't do three fingers? Sure. Look, you do three fingers, you go. Oh, I'm not. You do two fingers twice. You know what you've actually done? More than three fingers, Mm -hmm. but you didn't actually just go, oh, that seems a little bit tall. People get a little, oh, I don't know. Two fingers, everybody goes, I'm in. (laughs) Then you decide two more fingers and you're in. Yeah. Three fingers looks a little bit, oh, I don't know. Eh, I don't want crybabies this holiday season. I'm going to
1: go three. Two fingers, drink it. I'm going to go back and enjoy it. And uh, folks, that's four fingers. Yeah. I'm all said and done. So we are We quickly turn into a math lesson here. Whatever you are looking for, though, if you're looking for some great spirits for your holiday get-togethers, Christmas is like a month away. I don't know how that's even happened. Old Dominic, they bring you this podcast every single week. And, of course, we are thankful for them being part of it. Thankful for uh, you folks out there for liking and subscribing. And I'm thankful for Chris D'Amino. Yeah, I really sure. am.
0: Listen, I'm thankful for everything right now. <laughs> I'm getting up and down a little bit better.
1: Yeah, See, so you're moving around a little
0: yeah. better. Still, I love love problems, yeah. but you know what?
1: Two fingers doesn't hurt. I'm going three. Folks, enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll do it again next week. Of course, we are thankful for Ronald Acuna Jr. as well, and we are thankful for all of you for tuning in for another edition of Cheers yeah. to Baseball. Yeah,
0: have a great holiday. Whatever it is you're doing, traveling. Good luck with ever with everything. Good luck with your family. If you got some relatives over that you don't really like, just again, everybody's everybody's dealing with something at this point. Yeah. Everybody's dealing with something. <laughs> I hope it goes well for everybody out there. <laughs>